Hi, and welcome back. I'm your host, Robin, and you are now listening to my podcast, Broken, Strength Under Control. In Matthew 5, 14 through 16, it says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. This has been yet a long last couple weeks. Um, it's been real interesting for me. I'm actually sitting in my living room slash dining room area, kitchen, all that. So if you hear birds chirping, you hear cars driving by, that's the reason why. Um, but this has been a rough last couple of weeks for me, actually the last couple of months for me. And I struggled with what I was going to talk about today. And so um, I don't know about any of you all, but it just kind of seems like every time I prepare for a podcast episode, it's like God takes me through that thing first. And I, I kind of feel like I'm still in it because, and this is going to probably be one of the most transparent podcast episodes that I will do and have done in a very long time. So I'm going to be very open, very naked before you all tonight. Um, I've been dealing with depression. And for a while there, you know, a lot of times when you are struggling with an area, of course, you don't want to give name to it, even though you know what it is, because you don't really want, first of all, to take on that. You don't really want to put claims on anything or speak things over your life that isn't so. And so I've been struggling with depression and not to a point where you know, I don't want to get out of bed or I don't, you know, I'm not, the house is a wreck, you know, I, I'm not taking a bath and all that other stuff, but um, it's just been a struggle with everything that I have going on right now. And so tonight's topic is talking about being stuck in the loop. You on this hamster wheel we call life or this roller coaster we call life. And it just seems like you keep passing the same stuff over and over again. And so I, to be truthful with y'all, I really have felt like that is where I've been at, but I've been there for some time now. And, you know, my motto has always been to just kind of sit still, but it had gotten to a point where literally everything just aggravates my nerves. The job is getting on my nerve. You know, um, I'm still trying to readjust my schedule. And it's been so hard because I'm so used to going to bed early because I'm an early riser. And, you know, when you have all this other excess time to do nothing with, it's just nerve wracking for me, um, especially when my time is not being filled with something to do. And I, granted, I know God probably gives me that time because 
he knows that I need it or I'm going to need it. And I don't really look at it from that aspect. But and so I've been having dreams, you know, last week I talked about dreams, but I've been having these dreams and and some of them are vivid and, and some of them not. Well, you know, I talked about some dreams that I had last week and then this past week I had a dream that involved death. So when I looked it up, because you know I'm the Google queen, y'all. When I looked it up, it talked about the ending of one thing and the beginning of something new. So I said, okay. Because I shared last week how I had dreams and they were for me. We were talking about new ideas, you know, new, just new, a reset. I took a, re a moment to reset. Well, at least I felt like I had taken a moment to reset. But this thing have just really been at me real bad over the last several weeks. I haven't really been talking too much on the phone. Um, I haven't really been responding to too many text messages, trying not to really post too much on social media unless it pertains to, you know, my sister's nonprofit or my friend's nonprofit or the podcast. Um, and so basically, yeah, I, I feel like I've been stuck in this loop for a long time now and I don't want to be stuck anymore. So I've been struggling with me. I've been struggling with um, which way do I start at this point? Which way do I go at this point? So I'm going to jump right in because I'm, I'm excited to talk about this here and I'm excited to share with everyone about where I've been at and what I feel like God has given me for this. And then I have some announcements at the end that I will share also. Um, but my scripture today is Isaiah 43, 18B-19. It says, do not cling to e events of the past or dwell on what happened long ago. Watch for the new thing I'm doing to, I'm going to do. It is happening already. You can see it now. I will make a road through the wilderness and give you streams of water there. I thought that this scripture was really suiting for this topic because when you're stuck in the loop, it seems like you dwell on things and situations or you people that you shouldn't really, and it keeps you stuck. And so I looked up what stuck meant. It is to get in a situation in which there is no way out and in which the same things keep repeating themselves over and over again, following the same order or process. Could mean that you're unable to move, unable to change or get away from it not progressing, cannot get rid of it, it's too difficult. All that kind of just spoke to me because to be truthful with you, that's, uh, I've felt like that. Maybe it's not the same people, maybe it's not the same situation, but it looks familiar. It's something from the past, you recognize it and so I've seen a lot of familiar things in the last several weeks. 
from my past. And I have to take ownership for that because I allowed it. It's nobody else's fault. It's mine because I allowed it. And so I have felt like, you know, with this whole pandemic, you know, everybody's starting to get back out and, and I'm still, still living like we literally are in lockdown mode. And I don't really go anywhere. I don't really do anything unless it's necessary. My car has been parked for over a week. It has not moved since the last time I drove it, over a week ago. Why? Because for one, the store that I need to go to, it's right behind the house. I can walk. It's good exercise for me. And I was going to the gym, but I canceled my membership because we have a fitness, a fitness center over here where I live at. And now they've opened it up where it's 24 hours, seven days a week. You know, it's not necessary for me to drive 20 minutes to go work out when I can just walk three minutes from my apartment and be at the fitness center and work out. And so, and I had to, you know, make myself do that. Some mornings, um, because my clock goes off and I'm usually ready to jump up and go at it. I have to literally make myself lay there a little bit longer so that I'm not up so early. Um, and so I'm, I'm getting back into a regimen of where I'm going to the gym and working out um, because it's better for my health that I still continue to do that. And so it's been a struggle, but I've been making myself do it. Um, like I go, I didn't go work out today cause I knew that, um, I would be doing my podcast this evening and I didn't really want to be tired doing the podcast. So I'm going to work out tomorrow. I did work out yesterday. And so, um, let me just go I'm on a tangent right now. Um, there were certain things that made me think about this. What pattern exists in the situation? What role do I and others play in that situation? And is it really beneficial for me? So some things that came to mind was distractions, insecurities, unsure about things going on, thoughts, matters of the heart. Y'all, all, that's me too. You know, when you think about being stuck, you do think about the patterns that exist in the situation. You think about your role and what somebody else's role was in that situation. And, you know, how does, how do you put those two things together? How, you know, and I have been, I've been real distracted lately. I've been dealing with insecurities within myself because my weight has been a factor for me here um, for some time now. And I've been real unsure about what direction I'm going in, the job. You know, did I really make the best decision moving to this team? Because sometimes I feel like I'm just totally not adequate to do the job. Um, my thoughts have tried to run away from me 
Um, of course, matters of the heart, uh, dealing with loneliness, you know, desiring. I, I found out a long time ago that I'm really not cut out to date. I used to say I'm going to be the oldest person, you know, still talking about she going on dates, never to get married again. But then I learned that real quick that I'm not cut out to be a dater, a serial dater. I'm cut out for just, you know, the energy that I was given meeting this person, that person. I would rather just give that to one person. And so, I mean, I, I have been seeing someone and. It hasn't quite been the way that I hoped. And so it, it kind of bothers me a little bit. But, you know, anytime you make an investment over a period of time, now you have so many different things that's caught up. You got emotions, you got feelings, you got all different kind of things caught up in that equation. And some things are easier than others to process. And so... Again, distractions, insecurities, unsure about things going on, thoughts, matters of the heart. And I have really been struggling even in my prayer life, you know. And for most of you all that know me, you know that I am an intercessor. I believe in the power of prayer, but it's been hard to pray. And so, you know, of course, I'm thankful and grateful for those who I know are my friends who are praying for me. Um, and this is me just, I'm being real naked before y'all tonight, like never before. I've been struggling in my prayer time. You know, I've been kind of journaling, you know, throughout the week or whatever. And I have to honestly tell you that, like, yeah, for real, it's truly been a struggle, you know, talking to God about, what he already knows is in my heart. And so, you know, for those of you that know me but may not know me really well, you know, I'm not, when I'm like this, the last thing that you could do for me is come at me with a whole bunch of scripture, whole bunch of spiritual, because I'm not going to receive you. And I'm not going to receive it from you. Why? Because I know that I need to open my mouth up. I know that I need to talk to God about what's going on in my thoughts and in my heart. And I know that he hears me when I open my mouth up and speak a thing and declare a thing. Sometimes it's just about really seeing someone and knowing that they are really there for you. And a lot of times people get this misconception that you always got to have something to say when you show up. Sometimes it just could be you just being there. That assurance that, you know what, just to see your face, that's, you know. But here lately, you know, I haven't really seen too many people. I've kind of been distant. Um, and that's my decision to do that. Um, and I know it probably sounds like a catch-22 or a contradiction, so to speak. But at the same time, you know, it's only certain people at this point in time that I'm even going to allow in, in, my, in my space to see me, 
to have a conversation with me. Um, and like I said, I, you know, I, I, I'm trying to do better about, you know, reaching back, especially when people have called and text and I have been not responding, but it has truly, y'all, I just, I feel like I've just been stuck. I'm stuck. I feel like I'm stuck in a certain time frame of my life that I'm no longer in, but I'm still just stuck there. That's the only way I can really explain it. And so on Sunday, um, I actually watched the message, um, you know, because church has opened back up and it looked like it was packed up in there. And, you know, I'm still, you know, I'll watch it from home, but I'm just not trying to be like that having too many people in my space like that. And so Pastor Madhu preached a phenomenal message. Phenomenal. And I actually got some good things out of his message for this because it was just like, I don't even know what I'm going to talk about. I mean, I could talk from my experience alone, you know, but I didn't really want to just talk from that aspect. I wanted to give you guys something else. You know, I have a friend and um, yes, Camille, it was really good. Um, I have a friend who lives in Cleveland. She's my friend from back home and we've been friends for over 15 years. And she managed to master something that I have never been able to do. So she struggles with anxiety and depression and just so many different things, but she learned how to tune the world out. And when I mean tune the world out, tune the world out. When she wants to talk, she will answer that phone. She will respond to a text message. She ain't doing a lot of posting on social media and stuff like that. I literally have to, most of the time, have to threaten her to get her to respond to me, especially if I haven't talked to her in a while and she's been heavily on my mind and I just want to hear her voice to know that she's okay because I'm not in Ohio anymore. And so I can't just pick up and go visit her and see about her in that manner. And so, um, but she struggles with so many different things. She has a, an adult son who's autistic. He has Asperger's, um, which is a form of autism. And when she found out about him having that, he was a younger child at that time. And it's been some years ago. And she struggled with how to process what, what her son, how he was, how he was doing. And so, and then in the same time, she was struggling with some things within herself. And y'all, when I tell you she tuned the whole world, she tuned the world out. And when I tell you she, when she don't feel like talking, she ain't going to answer her phone. When she don't want to respond to it, she ain't going to respond to that either. And I understand where she is and I understand the things that she's going through to some extent because we've been friends for a very long time and we have had similar experiences. But when I tell you that in this next season, I'm 
probably going to be like a ghost for most. And that's just real talk right there. That's not being funny. That's not being, you know, mean. That's none of that. That is just being 1000% with you all tonight. I'm going to be ghost. And the only people that will be a part of my space and my circle are those that I trust. Those that I know who have no judgment. Those that can hear my truest thoughts. Those that I know beyond a shadow of a doubt have my back. And those are the ones that are going to be allowed in my space in this next season and in this next phase because it's critical. It's very pertinent to how you get unstuck, who you allow around you, who you allow in your ear. And everybody can't be in my ear. Everybody can't be around me. So I'm being real particular moving forward. Anyway, so let me get back to it. This was one thing that came to mind. And so when Pastor Madhu was preaching, I just, God started talking and I just started writing. You cannot change what you cannot see. And I was like, wow, you're stuck until you look at you and you won't get out of the loop until you are willing to look at you. So me being stuck and feeling like I'm stuck, I have to be willing to look at me. And a part of the insecurities that I have is that I don't know how to love me. I'm still trying to embrace where God has me at. And if the Lord is willing, November, I will turn 50 this year. I thought that I would be in Dubai on my 50th, but the way this pandemic is set up, that's not going to happen. That might be a trip for next year. But I have to learn how to love me. So it starts with me looking at me. And I can't get what I need if I'm not willing to look at me. So that's going to be a part of this getting unstuck, basically. Um, Allow God to restore the broken thing so you can get out of the loop. So those places, of course, you know, when we use the term broken, it is always for something negative, but Initially, when I started this podcast, I did an introduction about the word broken. Broken is actually a very positive word. It's not negative. It's just the way that we use it. We always use it in the negative connotation, but it's really a positive word. But in this case, for me, there are some places that I need some healing and some deliverance in where I've been wounded, where I've been broken. And I'm going to have to allow God in to restore those places and and deliver and heal me in those areas. Um, The comparison trap keeps you stuck, y'all. Social media will keep you in that comparison trap, which will keep you stuck. That's one of the reasons why. In the announcement that I'm making before I end and close tonight, um, I won't be on social media. That's a part of 
me getting unstuck where I am right now. Um, allow Jesus to show you, you. During this time, I'm going to allow God to show me, me. I thought I knew me. I thought I was seeing me, but really I'm not. At least not like I thought. Because I'm stuck. Jealousy. Stop looking back. And it's so easy, especially when you're dealing with the spirit of loneliness, to become jealous or envious. Because, you know, of course, people have a way of portraying themselves on social media. And have you thinking that they live in their best life, but you don't really know that. Because on social media, you can be, do whatever you want. Nobody would never know the difference unless they really know you. There are some areas of your life that need deliverance so that you can get out of the loop. Have an expectation for a miracle. I have to have an expectation that God is going to bring me out of this. And this will not be something that repeat itself in my life moving forward. But I have to go through the process, the hard places, the, the things that we normally don't really want to do. I have to do those things in order to get where I'm trying to get to in this season. Sometimes you have to be willing to be broken in order to break through so you can get out of the loop. And like I said, I was just watching the message. And then after the message, you know, God just started talking. And then during the message, he was talking. So I was writing. But that was one of the things that came to mind was that you have to be willing to be broken in order to break through. And a lot of times, you know, I don't know about any of y'all, but I know me, I'm, I'm guilty of Lord, why me? How come it has to be this way? Why does it have to be so hard for me? Why do I have to, you know, work more harder than others? Why do I have to go through? Why is this so painful for me? And if you can't ask God questions like that, who are you going to ask? Can't go to your friends or you can't go to people that you talk to because their answer to you is this. Just pray about it. Just hold on to God's hand. You, yeah, That's a pet peeve, y'all. I'm sorry, but it is. It is for me because I'm a seasoned person in the word. I know God's word. And I know how to get in there and get what I need to get me where I need to go. And a lot of times being hit over your head with the word all the time, everything is not always, it doesn't always have to be so spiritual. I know we are spirit beings in the human with human flesh because God is a spirit and we are made in his image, but it doesn't always have to be that way. And a lot of times, depending on which way the wind might be blowing or which way you catch me, I might be open to hearing from you and I may not be. And, that, and if I'm open to hearing from you, it's because the spirit has confirmed what you're saying to my spirit. 
But if my spirit don't resonate with what you're saying, trust me, you're wasting your breath just saying it because I'm not hearing it. And so I had to learn that too, the, the hard way. When it comes down to me being there for my friends, learning how to just listen. And then if the spirit gives me an unction to say something, then I'm speaking. But unless they ask, I'm not, no, because that's the most quickest way you can turn somebody in a whole different direction than what you were trying to get them to go in by doing that. That's just my personal opinion. That's not law and that's not the rule, but that's just my thought process. And, and that's how I handle my friends. Um, have you ever noticed that Everyone and everything keeps moving while you seem to be stuck. So just as I shared that, I feel like I'm stuck at a place in my life that I'm no longer at. But it just seems like everything and everyone else have moved on. They keep and they're still moving, but I'm just still kind of just stagnant and just lingering. Or that's yeah. It just amazes me how you know. Um, some people operate like they have no conscience, like they're not cohesive to or coherent to when you're somebody that you care about or you're close to, they in a pit and don't know which way they going. And you just going on doing whatever you know, well, I haven't heard from her in a while. I guess she's okay. It's crazy to me, but I know people like that. Watch your response because that will keep you stuck. Some things are not needed for your purpose, which will keep you stuck. So watch what you're saying. And I have had to really be mindful of what comes out of my mouth during this time. I have to honestly tell you that I never thought that I would even speak the word depression out of my mouth, considering what I came from years ago. But I have to call it what it is or I'm never going to get past this place if I don't speak what it is. And some people are not a part of the purpose in this time frame. They will keep you stuck. Things that are not necessary in your life will keep you stuck. And so when I think about getting unstuck, I think about a detox. You know how you want to cleanse and purge your body? It's good to do that. Well, same thing with your spirit, man, as well. So I'm going to be going through a process of purging and cleansing and detoxing my life, assessing 
and reassessing, learning how to love me better than what I have been, learning how to be more comfortable with who I am and where God has me at at this time in my life. That's going to be a part of this. The things you have learned to live with will keep you stuck in the loop. So there are things that I have just learned how to live with that has had me stuck. Now, there's some things that's going to happen that you don't have no choice in the matter. You just got to deal with it and keep on going. But, you know, I've had a lot happen in the last year or so, especially here recent. My son is finally overseas. It's been almost two weeks now. He and his wife um, are over there and he still has not started working his job yet. He started today doing his in processing. Um, and, you know, of course, they're still trying to get adjusted to the time difference. So they're like six hours ahead of us, about six and a half hours ahead of us, actually. Um, no, it's six hours ahead of us. Um, and so, you know, um, he's just trying to ad adapt and adjust to that. It's only been a couple of weeks, but it's definitely been hard, you know, because that's that's my kid. At the end of the day, he's grown, but he's still my kid. And of course, you know, I want them to be okay. I know that God has them, you know, but it still doesn't stop the fact that I, I don't think about or don't worry about my kid being in another country and he's going to be there for three years. Of course, I get to go visit um, if the opportunity opens up for me to be able to do that. I will, I will go visit, but it didn't it hasn't stopped. It's really surreal for me, you know, that he's truly, he's married and he's in the military and he in another country. And my daughter and my grandson, you know, they live in Texas. And so, yeah, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And so, Call out your enemy or that thing that has held you captive and speak God's word so that you will begin to break through, which gets you off the loop. That's the reason why I had to give the name to it and call it what it was. And it was hard to even confess that out of my own mouth because, again, nobody wants to tell or say that you're depressed. I don't. I've been there before to a point of being suicidal that I checked my own self in the hospital. And I swore that I would never be down that bad ever again in my life. But now I'm looking at turning 50 and I don't know if that's a part of why I felt like I have or if it's just the fact that I have been inundated with so many different things for so long that I'm just overwhelmed on top of all of it as well and and I just I'm getting ready to detox my life and my circle is already small and it will stay small 
until God tells me it is supposed to be enlarged or increased. And so, yeah. So, um, but here were some things that I did find um, that I thought would be good to kind of give to you. You remember I said death of one thing creates room for the beginning of another. So me getting unstuck will be the death of this season and then this thing in my life. And the new place and the new phase that where God puts me or takes me will be the new beginning. It will be a rebirth, a reset. I will regroup, revamp. I, it's just going to be new. So do some deep self-reflection, which I've been doing that over the last several weeks now. Share with a friend. Well, you know, I've been sharing with y'all right now. Um, practice gratitude. I tell God, thank you every day that he allows me to open my eyes up and he breathes his breath in me and I take a breath. And throughout the course of the day, I find myself just saying thank you because he never has given up on me. He has never left me. He will not forsake me and he hasn't forsaken me. Do something new. Well, this is definitely going to be something new. Um, help someone else. I'm always helping somebody. So that one for me probably is going to be like, eh, not really null and void, but the power of no, I will exercise a little bit more in this time frame of while I'm detoxing, because sometimes, you know, you have some that will just wear you out and you're constantly saying yes, because you feel bad if you say no, well, um, the power of no is going to be a part of this detox for me. Um, have a conversation with God, pray. Well, as I shared with you earlier, it's been a struggle in my prayer time lately, but I have been praying. It's just, it's been a struggle, truthfully speaking. Clear away clutter and distractions. That's all a part of this detox. Clearing away stuff that is not relevant to where I am or where I'm going. And keep going. I realize that too that I'm going to have to keep going. I'm going to have to keep moving. I can't just sit down. I can't just lay down. I can't give up because that's not who God made me to be. And if I give up, then that holds up others that are waiting on me to get where I need to be at. So it's important that I take this time now to detox my life so that others get the full benefit of who God has called me to be and who he's created me to be and who's a part of my purpose and his plan for my life. 
So now, I hope that you all got something out of this and I'm going to make a couple of announcements. Um, I shared um, a few weeks back that I have, I'm interested in doing more with grant writing. Um, I'm in a mentoring program right now with one of the best there is that's doing it. She's called the grant lady, Miss Gwen Curry. And, um, and I'm in her mentoring program for, to learn about writing grants, which leads me to, you know, two organizations that I definitely will, will be helping as I'm learning is my friend Linda's um, nonprofit, Empower Him. Um, that's for men who have been incarcerated and they are interested in becoming entrepreneurs. Good organization if you want to know more about what they're doing. The website is empowerhim.org. Awesome, awesome. She's an awesome person. Um, and this was established um, for her husband's legacy. So it's a part of a legacy for her husband. It's in, you know, she established this in his name, basically. Um, for him. Um, she lost him uh, almost three years ago, um, basically. And she wanted to, he, she wanted something to carry on through his legacy. Um, and so she established this nonprofit for that. And it's an awesome nonprofit to be a part of. So if you know someone who has just had a bad rap and want to be an entrepreneur, give them the website, empowerhim.org. Um, the other one is More Than My Pretty Face. That is my sister's nonprofit um, where she will be helping youth girls between the ages of 13 and 18. This is an awesome organization. Uh, can't wait to see what she will be doing a year from now with these young girls. Um, and it's just awesome. You can go to morethanmyprettyface.org if you wanna know more about, if you wanna donate, if you want to volunteer, um, just kind of keep track of what, you know, she'll be doing with the young ladies. Um, if you know someone who has a young lady, a, young, a youth girl, between the ages of 13 and 18, that you think that this will be a good program. It's a mentoring program that will help these young ladies become leaders in their communities. Um, just overall, help them overall. Something that I wish that I had growing up, to be truthful with you, because I feel like maybe, you know, getting a, a an earlier start on a lot of these things will help these young girls not have to deal with so many things that grown, us grown women, myself, are dealing with right now, you know, um, good organization. So we are actually hosting a grant writing course. So if you're interested in learning about how to write grants, Miss Gwen Curry is going to be teaching a grant writing class 
um, on June the 19th, and you can go to Eventbrite and sign up for it. The cost for the class is $100. It's three hours. And when I tell y'all, she is going to give you more than what you could even imagine as it relates to the information is priceless. It's worth way more than $100. But More Than My Pretty Face um, will host, and this will all be done via Zoom. So you don't even have to leave your house for this class. Um, and we are taking registration right now. It's open. Um, you can go to the Eventbrite website and you can type in More Than My Pretty Face. And it should come up, or you could type in my name. It should come up um, for this grant writing class. Like I said, if you haven't signed up or if you know somebody that's interested, y'all tell them that they, they want to jump in because you cannot learn how to write grants for $100. And her track record has proven itself. She's written grants for over millions of dollars. Literally, her history of writing grants, her experience, she has written over a million dollars worth of grants, over. And she just, right now, honestly, she'd rather teach someone how to do it because she really, you know, She still has certain ones that she still works with, but ideally she's in a phase now of her life where she'd rather just teach someone how to do it. And when I tell you she give you more information that you probably would get if you paid thousands of dollars to learn how to write a grant, she'll give it to you in this three-hour time frame. Great class. I took it. That was the reason why I signed up for her mentoring program because, y'all, when I tell you she's so full of knowledge, and so much information. That's why she's good at what she does. And so I'm excited about, about this new venture in writing grants. I'm very excited about learning how to do this. And so, you know, before I close out, um, the announcement that I wanted to make is, is that, you know, a part of the detox of me detoxing my life I will be coming off social media um, during this time frame. Just need a break. Just for those of you that know me, you know, and know how to contact me, you're more than welcome to reach out. We, you know, we'll talk or, or whatever. Um, I really won't be doing um, too much posting and just different things like that um, because I just feel like that's just something that I just need to take a break from. Um, also, um, I'm glad that you were able to join tonight because I'm going to take a break from the podcast as well. Um, I will start back up in the fall. Um, but over the summer months, I will not be doing the podcast weekly um, until the fall after tonight. And so, you know, of course there are other episodes. If you haven't had an opportunity to go on and listen, um, you get, you can go back and listen 
to all the episodes from my very first podcast that I ever did um, since I started this. It's going to be kind of different because I'm so used to doing this every week, but I just kind of feel like God is tugging my spirit to just kind of unload some things off my plate right now um, because I'm very overwhelmed and um, and I don't really want to be boggled down with too many things. And so I'm just picking and choosing what I'm going to be working on. Um, and I'm also going to start working on my next book as well during this downtime. Um, I've been putting that off for some time now. The other book is out. It's on Amazon, Broken, To Be or Not To Be. That is the question. If you haven't gotten your copy, go get you a copy. It's on Amazon. If not, get it for somebody else. Share it. Bless somebody else. Um, but again, you know, I hope that you did get something out of this. Um, the platforms that this podcast is on is iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, of course, Podbean. Um, thank you for joining me tonight. Um, I'm your host, Robin. Be encouraged and know that I'm praying for you. Peace and blessings to you.